0: today's issues continues on afr with your host tim wildman president of the american family association
1: welcome back everybody to today's issues on the american family radio network thanks for listening to afr we got 25 more minutes of the program to do, Steve Paisley Jordahl joins us. Good morning, Steve.
0: Hola. I heard that that was culturally appropriating, that I'm not supposed to say that. So what? I'm not saying it. Hola? Hola.
1: Ah, it's hello in Spanish,
0: true? It is. But I'm yeah. not Spanish, so I'm culturally yeah. appropriating it. That's, well, I'll just say it we, yeah, we don't go for that here. Yeah, <laughs> we
1: don't go for that here. Uh, I think uh, that's uh, good that you know that. And uh,
2: I think, Yeah. I, uh, listen, I like Mexican food. I like Mexican culture. Right. I like Mexican people for the most part. I like it So, if that's
0: cultural appropriation, mm, yeah. So be it. So be it. <laughs> and I am wearing Paisley today, by the way. Paisley tie. Yep.
1: All right. So, uh, real quickly, fellas, before we jump back into the news, Abigail here with me. By yep. the way, I'm Tim Wildman. Want to say uh, happy birthday to my dad, Amen. Who is the founder of this ministry, uh, Don Wildman? From 19, he started this in 1977. By this, I mean. The American Family Association, which uh, birthed the American Family Radio Network, in 1991, and we went. Now we have 181 stations across America. I don't know Dad's been retired seven, or eight, ten years, something like that. I'm not sure exactly. Maybe ten years. Ten years, I
0: think. <clears throat> I understand. If I recall the story correctly, Tim, correct me if I'm wrong, but he started the ministry in the palatial palaces of your kitchen. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kitchen had an office table. in our
1: had an office in our house for a couple of years. Uh, I remember that from probably 77 to 79 uh, or 80, right in there. <clears throat> anyway, uh, he was a Methodist pastor before then. And our, our video team is doing a documentary on his life, my dad's life, and um, that'll probably be ready a year from now. Anyway, uh, January 18, 1938 in Dumas, Mississippi, which is about 30, 40 minutes from here, uh, out the rolling hills of northeast Mississippi is yeah. where my dad was born. And uh, anyway, it's his birthday today, so happy. Well, happy, happy birthday
0: ha- to brother Don.
1: Happy 85th.
0: Can yeah. anything good yeah. come out of Dumas?
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I think yes, so. He can. I think that question's been answered. <laughs> yes. uh, all right. So, what do you got for us? Let's uh, start... wait, before we. Do, you got to do preborn.
2: Yeah. Let, let, okay. Let me, let me mention uh, preborn because uh, this week, if uh, you have been listening to American Family Radio, you have heard all of our shows. Promoting this campaign between AFR and Preborn. Preborn is a ministry that supports hundreds of Christian pregnancy clinics across the country, providing free life saving services such as an ultrasound. As we have mentioned on this program, the Ministry of Preborn is the direct competition to Planned Parenthood, which is the largest abortion provider in the United States and the world. And so uh, what these uh, pre-born centers do in counseling, uh, they've counseled over 450,000 women considering abortion. More than 200,000 babies' lives have been saved. More than 65,000 women have su- surrendered their lives to Christ. One of the ways that in ministering to these women in crisis, one of the ways they have gotten these ladies to uh, consider Keeping their baby is by letting them see their unborn child via an ultrasound. These are free ultrasounds. And when that happens, 80% of moms choose to keep their baby. So, what we're doing in working with preborn is encouraging you, our listeners, to give to this ministry. Your gift of $28 provides one woman seeking an abortion a free ultrasound. Uh obviously if you want to give 5 free ultrasounds that is $140 but $28 provides one woman seeking an abortion a free ultrasound. So we're asking you to please consider giving to Preborn. If you wish to do so, the number to call is 877 616 2396. That's 877 616 2396. If you want more information, or if you want to donate online, you can do that at afr All right, Steve, what do you All got? Right?
0: Uh, this first story is about hockey, and so this what? is where I pretend that I know a whole lot about what a line <laughs> is and uh, and <laughs> it's the zamboni and the whole bit. I pretend, <laughs> and then Ed corrects me. But we do have a, a uh, story that starts out about hockey. It's about hockey. Um, where, there's a player for the for the uh, the the Philadelphia Flyers, his name is Ivan Provorov. 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 See, already. Already. Well, darn it. Yeah. Um, And uh, so the Philadelphia Flyers decided that they were going to honor the, or or pay homage to uh, the LGBTQ community in the city of brotherly love and um, wear these jerseys for warmups that had the rainbow on it and everything. And and, um, Ivan Provorov,
2: Provorov. Provorov,
0: who is Russian, I uh, assume? Yes. Uh, he didn't wear one. He decided he wasn't going to wear one. I want you to hear from his own um, his own lips why he decided not to do this. This is uh, cut 12. Everybody, and I respect everybody's choices. My choice is to stay true to myself and my religion.
1: That's all I'm going to say any uh, like i said that's all i'm going to comment on that um if you have any hockey questions i would like i would answer those just can you just kind of fly over
0: so with the game
2: tonight ivan um
1: obviously
2: kevin he's got a hat trick and uh yeah yeah listen it, this guy's a courageous guy he has gotten hammered by the woke pe- folks now let me just tell you The NHL, the National Hockey League, like all professional sports, it's totally woke. Okay, Now, I will say in defense of the NHL, they do have, uh, I don't know, several several times a month, they will have the players come out in jerseys for different groups. So uh, they'll come out to uh, honor the military. They come out with uniforms, their jerseys, which were kind of camo-colored, and then they uh, donate those. And then they uh, I think they raise money for this group or that group. But all the NHL teams, like all the other sports and all the other teams have a pride night to support the LGBT community. I will say this now, uh, Ivan Provorov is very courageous because he has gotten hammered, like I said, but he is stuck with his faith. The Russian Orthodox Church uh, is very strong on the uh Uh, on the front of marriage, the biblical view of marriage and family and human sexuality. The encouraging thing about this is, as I have even the Fox News story on this, on Ivan Provorov, the backlash he's received, even Fox has a bunch of, you know, these screenshots of Mm -hmm. tweets, Mm -hmm. and it's almost all uh, woke stuff. Sure, But I've clicked on some to look at the comments. The vast majority of people are not in line with this woke stuff. Almost everybody I've read has said the guy wants to practice his religion, leave him alone. Since when does the LGBTQ community demand uh, that we all have to wear certain things? Since they began. Yeah, well, I'm saying, (laughs) but people are not buying it. So people have been very supportive of him. Even people who – a lot of the comments – are people from people who say, "Listen, I'm supportive of the LGBT community," but since when do we force people force people to wear jerseys? There been there were people, lots of people, especially uh, sports uh, in the sports media, saying that uh, the coach John Tortorella, the coach of the Philadelphia Flyers, shouldn't have let him play. Yeah, I and uh, so lots of people saying, so you'd be okay with forcing people to wear a uh, Christian jersey during warm-up yeah. with a cross on it? What if they're Muslim or what if they're, uh, what if they're Jewish or what if they're atheist? Obviously, nobody would be in favor of that. So the encouraging thing here is it looks like to me that the vast majority of people prefer to allow peop- others like Ivan Provorov. What's the player's Christian. name? Ivan Provorov. He plays for who? The Philadelphia Flyers. I
1: just say that man's got courage. He does. And I applaud him. And, uh, two, couple, three things on this issue. Number one, he did nothing to provoke
2: this. He's, he used he, no slurs. didn't insult No, people. no, he,
1: he, he hasn't done, said anything homophobic against, right. uh, LGBT people. Uh, so that's, uh, you know, he didn't provoke this, you know, uh, you know, Steve, what you said earlier, uh, since the beginning, they, the LGBT has been trying to force their views, uh, own people yes and no early on their whole thing was we just want to be left alone right right live and let live that ter- turned into no a live and live and i will force you to bow the knee to my cause right or, e- or, either I'll, or either i'll stigmatize you or punish you now uh back to um the other thing so it's good good to see somebody uh like him stand up for his christian faith his christian convictions number one and number two is uh, he has not been fined by the team, Philadelphia Flyers, right, right? or the NHL, uh, which is also good. Now, yes. the players' union might go nuts if you start finding people for not, not professing some kind of particular viewpoint. Right. I don't know. But still, the fact that the NHL nor the uh, Philadelphia Flyers have punished him with a fine – is he as of yet is also I'm not,
2: good? I'm not even sure they could get away with that. Right. Like you said the the players' association. But uh, listen, uh,
1: this and, and don't you? One other thing, number four, I guess. Yes. And it appears like the the fan base of the NHL overall would be supportive of his uh, 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 of his right to privacy,
2: his his mission. his right to his, his own beliefs and not be forced to wear a jersey when right. he does not agree with the cause.
1: Don't you think the NHL fan base overall agrees with that?
2: view? I, I have no way of like getting a, a scientific, scientific survey, poll, yeah. but in reading the comments, it was almost overwhelmingly in favor of Provorov's right. And I, and it looked to me like people are starting to in uh, mass express frustration right. at the fact that you have to toe the line or you're going to get punished. I think a lot of people, uh, just like we've seen comedians, comedians don't like cancel culture. And a lot of people are saying, wait a second, you trying to tell me you're going to force this guy to wear there, a jersey.
1: Yeah. There were some professional baseball players, Steve, who did the same thing last summer. Yep. You know, okay. some, some of the teams have, I don't know if all of them do have gay and lesbian pride day. Yeah. Usually in June. Right. Because that's, that's uh, LGBT
0: pride, pride month. month. Um, they were they wear they'll wear hats with the rainbow yeah yeah and, logo. and some of the
1: players themselves Christian said you know I'm not going to do that I'm just not going to participate with that and they they too got call haters and such but so there are some uh anyway I, I just wanted to did, mention that
0: Did I see the NHL had a uh some kind of a meeting down in Florida that Ron DeSantis protested about woke uh you know trying to hire or
2: that was uh, – we. Don't, I think we mentioned that on Monday, or at least we talked about it in our story meeting, where the NHL was going to have a uh, – I think this was for some employment push. Hiring. And it was all – it was for diversity, and the only ones who were going to be allowed to attend, and they had their list of categories, right. and you either had your name in that basket or you couldn't come. And Ron DeSantis, to his credit, yeah. once again, the governor of Florida – He said, no, you can't discriminate uh, on the basis of any category, and we will fight that if this is a meeting that comes to Florida. And so what what the NHL said was, oops, we made a mistake in restricting – who could come to this employment? It was some sort of. Do you think they
0: learned a lesson from Major League Baseball, which pulled their All Star Game out of Atlanta and took it to Denver City with no, Af- hardly I, any African American community there, and kind of took some grief for it? I, I think. I think the woke
2: movement is continuing in certain uh, institutions, you know, like corporations, like professional <clears throat> sports. But I think the tide has shifted. I agree. They peaked. They've It's peaked. And I it's think peaked. they're going to have to watch have
1: they've, they've gone from maybe uh, people having sympathy for the causes to uh, people saying, you know, I've had enough of this stuff. Yeah. Okay, quit forcing it out our throats. We get it. You're transgendered. Right. And you want to be applauded. We, we, we understand that. Yeah. But can we move on now? Right. I think most people understand. I tell you what's funny to me is these two words together, three words. You ready for them?
0: Biden think tank. <laughs> oh, it's a different story. Isn't <laughs> well, <yeah. laughs>
1: no, Florida ice hockey.
0: Yeah. Well. <laughs> it's true.
2: They have, they have two, two uh, really good teams. The Tampa Bay lightning the NHL. Won, won the Stanley cup. Yeah. They won it two years in a row. Well, then uh, I, I understand I, uh, Listen, Florida is
1: a, uh, a state with a lot of people who move there. Right. From all over the country. And a lot of them are from the Northeast in particular. And so you have a lot of ice hockey fans. Smart for the NHL to put teams in Tampa Bay and and Miami, Miami.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's safe to say that they won't be having the outdoor hockey game. No, like they won't be there. They won't be down in Miami. <laughs> they won't be in Florida.
1: You know what Jeff Foxworthy said? Uh, he said, "There's two words <laughs> that don't go together: NASA and Alabama."
2: Except <laughs> <laughs> they do. El- Huntsville. He's talking yeah. about. That's He's a good. That's a good. You do a good. You Jeff do a Foxworthy. Good Jeff, Jeff Foxworthy. Would
1: you buy if Jeff Foxworthy read the Bible? Would you buy that? <laughs> no.
2: No. Would no?
1: You don't. It doesn't sound the same as a, as a British accent.
2: It's, <laughs> it's, it's it's you don't you don't go with a gimmick to read the Bible.
1: Okay, but I just I just every version of the what Bible. What do
0: you think a you, British accent is? Uh, what, uh, not a gimmick.
1: Uh, well, that's, well, every version of the uh, almost every version of the Bible you get on an app, or you used to get on CD was. Like Charlton Heston, maybe, or, 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 or a British accent, but uh, you, you just, you, you, you never get a a, a guy from from uh, Madison, Wisconsin, right.
0: Jesus, or, no, or a
1: guy from Birmingham, Alabama, reading the Bible. And I just want to yeah. know why that
2: is. Well, because Charlton Heston and are a, new, are a
1: Bostoner, right? You don't ever hear about your cousin from Boston reading the Bible. I don't want to okay? hear
2: somebody pack the <laughs> chariot over there by the. <laughs> You don't want to hear that by the false idol.
0: Uh, I don't want to hear that either.
2: Okay,
0: so I'm being fair-minded here. Yeah, I'm I just think saying. If Jesus had a British accent, why can't we have a Southern accent, right? Uh, well, I just say it's just maybe
1: in Britain they want to hear uh, somebody with a, a, a deep Southern draw read the Bible. Maybe, well, maybe it, to them it, that sounds smart.
2: So here's here's but here's where where you run into problems. All right, so you go ahead and do the Jeff Foxworthy uh, voice. And yeah. say, "Thou shall have no other gods but before me." And it's just distracting. Tell me, tell me if that doesn't sound so gimmicky as to be disrespectful. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I just
1: always wondered why we have no, 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 no app, no version of the Bible on CD read by uh, an American Southerner. In
2: the beginning,
1: it just seems to me like it's kind of discriminatory, <laughs> kind of stereotypical. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I was being fair that I yeah. didn't, I don't want to hear a Boston accent either, Boston or New, New, New Jersey. By your cousin from boston moses came down you know you know, hey, come down uh, from the mountain. <laughs> hey what's going on yeah what's with this golden That just you don't think that would be appropriate <laughs> no. okay
1: bring me back a british accent then i guess it sounds holier <laughs> all right steve all right you got paisley pie there today yeah Paisley tie there it is yeah nice one
0: uh yeah. thank you thank yeah. you so um I I worked at Focus on the Family when I worked there. I worked with a a lady named Amanda Banks is her married name now. I worked with her when she was Signal, but I don't remember. Anyway, she's married to another guy that worked there but not in public policy. His name is Jim Banks. Jim Banks became a congressman from uh, the state of um, Indiana Indiana and uh, has served now in Washington for three terms. He's starting his fourth term. And has just announced that he's going to be running for Senate from Indiana. This is an amazing man because he is as, as MAGA as they come, as American first as they come. But nobody seems to have a problem with him like they do with others. Uh, yeah. Some of these other openly uh, Donald Trump type. Um, and, and he's very a supporter of Donald Trump. He, he's nothing like Donald Trump, but he's a very big supporter of Donald Trump. Anyway, I talked to him yesterday. About his run, and I want you to hear a little bit about what uh, Jim Banks has to say about running for the Senate. This is cut eight. I just really believe that um, we need some conservative fighters to go to the Senate and shake it up. And Indiana is a conservative state; they, uh, Indiana, deserves a conservative fighter in the Senate. And I'm their guy. I'm I, that's what I've been doing in the House, but in the Senate, I can I can fight for our conservative values in an even bigger way. I'm frustrated because I don't believe enough Republicans in our party uh, in the House and the Senate, but more so in the Senate, recognize that we don't have any time left. The, the radical left is trying to change America, and they've been pretty effective at it the last couple of years with Joe Biden in the White House. And we don't have we don't have any time left. The fight is now. The fight's not in, in two or four years or in the next uh, uh next uh, couple of cycles down the road. The fight is right now. And if you're not in the fight, then get out of the way.
1: Well, what now? Is it some kind of an open seat? Somebody retire? What's going on here?
0: Mike Braun, I think, was a senator from Indiana, and he's running for governor of the state. Okay, so he's leaving the Senate? His seat. Yeah. Gotcha. So it's going to be a
2: special election, or is this in 2024? He's running in 2024. Okay. Well, I don't know anything about, very, very little about uh, uh, Congressman. Jim Banks, but I I, I certainly like his attitude about the fact that the fight for our country is now because Mm -hmm. the other side, the progressives, quote unquote, progressive side, the uh, radical leftists that we're dealing with, they are all in, whether it's in schools, colleges and campus you know, uh, the NHL, uh, corporations, whatever, they're all in. So
0: there is no postponing this it, yeah. the fight is now uh, I, I, you you'd uh he agrees with us on everything he's right down the line a very solid conservative uh very solid christian man has a beautiful wife and uh two daughters i think okay um good good man do you ever
1: say that a man has an average looking wife <laughs>
0: not out loud <laughs> okay i just wondered how not you that i haven't that. thought it occasionally not, not, not okay. out loud <laughs> okay
1: so it's, it's either beautiful or you leave the adjective off
0: that's right. He has a wife.
1: He has a wife. <laughs> every <laughs> time
0: I – Okay, every I just wonder
1: how you deal with that one.
0: Every time when someone introduces themselves, this, this is my lovely wife, Heather yes. in my case, <laughs> I keep <clears> thinking – do you keep the ugly one in a closet somewhere or something? <laughs> this
1: is my slightly better than average wife. Yes, uh, honey, would you stand up? <laughs>
0: God love you. Yeah, <laughs> bless her heart. <laughs> All right.
2: Uh you know what? You're, you two are the ones who are going to get in trouble. Right, I'm now, backing I'm out of just, this I just, before I Steve say something. Said,
1: described her as beautiful wife, and I just wanted, right. if Steve oh, ever Amanda,
0: uh, some, Amanda's lovely woman. Uh, do she really do,
1: is. Do a story about an accomplished
0: average. in her own. There uh, was a. Uh, a Seinfeld
2: episode years ago about babies. Why do we, you know, why do everyone always say, oh, what a beautiful baby. There's got to be some babies out there that aren't. What do you say? None of
1: them are when they first come out. <laughs>
2: no, it's true. You know, I. I they I probably, like radishes. My dad was, he had never seen a, a newborn when I was born. And, of course, that was at the time, you know, that men stayed out in the waiting room. Right. And the nurse brought him, brought me out. And they had just cleaned me up a little bit. And he, he told me years later, he said, he said I gotta, I'm got i going to admit, I was disappointed when I saw you. Because, <laughs> you know, he your head's kind of misshapen and, and all that kind of thing. He said, I was right. disappointed. Right. I, I didn't think that's the way a baby was supposed to look. But,
0: of course, things didn't change much as I got older, but yeah, right? whatever.
1: <laughs> all right. Steve, so ahead.
0: Chevy has come out with a new uh, hybrid EV, uh, Corvette. Uh, And I don't know, it's $104,000, which is pretty steep for a car. Yes. However. Does it have
1: any classified documents?
0: In the trunk are (laughs) some Biden classified (laughs) documents. Sorry
1: to steal your thunder. Which you
0: could sell to the Ukrainians or the Chinese to help. It's kind of like a rebate. Uh, <laughs> <given you. laughs> every
2: every uh every vehicle comes right. with documents now, <laughs> that, you can, right, uh, rebate, that you can sell like now, that you can sell.
1: Now every anytime I hear the word Corvette now, it's, uh, that's what I'm gonna think about for a while anyway. Is, yeah is Biden's vintage Corvette in the garage with the uh boxes of classified document boxes that contain some classified The locks.
0: Lock garage. Yes,
1: locked not like my <laughs> he said it's not like his uh, Corvettes out parked on the street, Ed. <laughs>
2: yes, it's right. It's not. It's not out of. I like it on the street. Out by the road.
1: We got a lock on there. For goodness' sakes. got it. has got a password.
2: <laughs> Even though my son Hunter Biden had access to the when he goes out uh, to the refrigerator yeah, so, out in the garage.
1: So, so Hunter had a few parties <laughs> over there, huh? I don't think they rummage through the boxes. weren't no. worried about
2: that. Do that? No, party uh, where people uh, are high and drunk. No. Not going to wander around, around, aimlessly wander around my Look into
1: boxes, they wouldn't even know what they were looking at. Hunter Biden,
2: high and drunk? What? What? All right. Thank you, Steve. My pleasure.
1: Appreciate it. Thank you for your contributions to this year's
2: show. Minimal as they were.
1: Uh, (laughs) Thank you to Abraham Hamilton III, Christopher Woodward, and Brent Creeley, our producer. And we'll see you back here tomorrow, everybody. Have a great afternoon.